Yeah! Happy Friday night to everybody, and thank you to everybody checking us out. How you feeling, Slee, on a What is Friday? going on, Trev? Uh, feeling good. Apparently, this conversation that you and I have had before, where you've called out MMA fighters on the... Uh, <laughs> MMA fighters specifically uh -huh. out in Orange County. Yeah. Apparently, there's other shows that are obviously catching on to the fact that you are that that the dude at the bar that's looking for some trouble. Oh, really? Good. I'm glad that the word's getting out because you can tell just by looking at me that I'm one of those guys that uh, is is looking to mix it up. That that's kind of my deal. Absolutely. Wait, what's the latest? Who 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 knows my secret now? Uh, Laura, what, what's the deal? What's going on over there? So we were talking about bar fights, and Sedano's Obviously, Salute Travis <laughs> is going to come up right away. Yeah, yeah my money yep. pops to mind right away, sure. Actually, Sliwa, you did. So the guys wanted to know, SLK wanted to know what bar fight you had been in. Trav, I could sit here and pretend like I've been in bar fights, but no one, no one would believe me. But I will say this, Laura. I could see Travis sitting at one end of the bar, just kind of, you know, walking over to the bar, bumping somebody in the shoulder and saying, you got to... You got a problem? Yeah, what's so, your problem? Yeah. What are you looking at? You Aaron yeah, Donald did, huh? No, no, see, here's what I, here, here would be my strategy in a bar fight. I would, I would like to have a bar fight start, and then when all hell is breaking loose and mayhem is taking place, I'm going to go behind the bar and grab myself a, a drink. And I can just kind of sit back from the safety of the bar separating me from the chaos, and I can just, uh, you know, get another drink or two. I'm hundred percent. I'm hundred percent negotiating the whole time. I'm just trying to figure out. Okay, hey, listen, maybe if okay, if he walks out, he takes his girl. You go that way. Yeah, you know, I'm trying to. I'm trying to keep the peace. That's the best I could do, Trav. And, and Laura, the brown liquor conversation came up as well, right? Yeah. So, what is your? Uh... Well, it, it was because what drink was going to turn you up, right? So then we talked about brown <laughs> liquor. So then we know you like your tequila, right, Alan? So we were like, what uh, brown yeah, liquor? Yeah, Slee sent me a picture of the, his bar in his house, and there were like 46 bottles of okay. different types Ooh. of tequila there. Here's Ooh. the reality. I'm not. I'm, I'm more of, much more of a bourbon guy, much more oh. of a bourbon guy. So that photo was my girl, actually, she likes tequila. She's more of the tequila. I, I can't. I, listen, I'll do it, but I would prefer a nice bourbon way before tequila. Oh. So I need to know more about the girlfriend's tequila yes, me preferences. Too. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 look, we, we're, we're, we're going to get to the Lakers. We're going to talk mm -hmm. about the Dodgers and the Padres. We'll get into some Astley, but I'm very curious. Like you've obviously done some research because there's a whole bunch of things <laughs> going on there. there. I mean, mm -hmm. when you sent me that picture uh, last Friday of your bar, there's a lot of tequila options there. She must have a very sophisticated tequila palette. Uh, good tequila, yeah, good tequila. And I don't know, I don't know enough about it. I mean. Uh, what's the one? What's the um, Reposado tequila? What what is that? Sure. I, I, I'm, I'm, think, I'm thinking about the I'm thinking about the bottle. It's a really nice bottle. Um, trying to think here off the top of my the, head. With the blue, right? It's got that, the yep, painted yeah, the blue. White bottle with the blue paint. Um, let's see what else here. I mean, obviously Don Julio. I think that's a sure. that's another one. But I, I'm not the guy. So I'm not, not the tequila not, you're guy. You're a bourbon guy, so you are the brown liquor get turned up in the bar fight guy. Loosely, the things I find out when I stay a little longer at work. Laura, trust me, you've seen me behind the studio. I am not. If you're thinking I'm the one going down to Yard House looking for a problem, you know that that's, you know. That's, yeah, yeah. yeah let's, <laughs> that's true. Let's be honest here. I like Let's be this. Honest this has here. been like a little early, a little early round of Ask Slee. If you want to wait <laughs> till seven forty-five, we can get to that as well. That's coming up. All right, so let's get started with um, the best news I think that we've gotten in quite some time, Slee. 
which is that Anthony Davis's return seems imminent, right? That this is something that feels like it's going to happen sooner than later. We heard Frank Vogel say that he probably won't play against Utah, but he also didn't rule it out, which when I heard that, my first thought was, oh, he's going to play against that in that second game against Utah because the only reason you leave yourself that little window is, is if you expect him to play. So it's funny yesterday. So we're doing the pregame show. Right before pregame starts, coach talks. So coach – MT and I are going to go on at 5.30. Coach will talk at 5.15. So I'm listening. Trudell starts things off. Trudell's asking his questions. And I'm just taking, jotting down my regular notes. And then the topic of Anthony Davis comes up. And I'm like, all right, we're getting an update in AD. There has not been, I mean, just think about, let, let's use LeBron as an example. Right. It's not like, it's not like we're getting updates every day and they're saying, hey, you know what, just uh, give us two more. No, no. He was, it was reported he was out indefinitely. And then since then, you've heard kind of some stuff from Woj. But for the most part, you haven't got that much information. We've seen AD working out. Yesterday, we saw him taking some shots, working on some jumpers. But we saw that even before that seven-game road trip. So the moment Coach said full on-court activity, I mean, everybody was like, what? What's going on here? I mean, <laughs> and, and then and then the fact that he even mentioned, like you said, most likely he won't go against the Jazz, but we're not going to rule that out. I'm looking at the schedule. I'm like, Jazz are in two games, right? You know, so right. I think you know automatically right out the right out the gate, you're kind of thinking in your head, okay, Anthony Davis is coming back. He's coming back obviously sooner than later, and this is a game. Use yesterday as an example. Drummond's out, Marquise. Add that to the mix. Gasol goes, you know, has the, uh, the his, his right his left. I think his left pinky finger. Mm-hmm. So the Lakers have had no breaks this entire year when it comes to injuries but ad could be back by as soon as maybe that series against the dallas mavericks maybe even before that yeah and that series against the mavericks seems like you know if you just kind of look at it it's like whatever it's a couple against the mavericks mavericks are in seventh place lakers are in fifth Eh. but it's a big series those two games in dallas are a big deal because if the lakers win both they create some real space between them and Dallas. And all of a sudden, the idea of winding up in that playoff uh, round, their play-in round, I should say, seems very remote. If they win both of those games, you just kind of say, okay, now, now what would that be? five? We'll see what happens with Utah. We'll see what Dallas does along the way. But let's just assume that the gap stays about where it is right now. Now, all of a sudden, you're looking at a five-and-a-half game gap with just a handful, you know, a couple of handfuls of games left. They're in pretty good shape. If it goes the other way... Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden you're basically you're you're on a on, on the razor's edge as far as falling into that spot. It, it is a really big series. Him coming back for those is a really big deal, and I don't think it's coincidental. So it's so uh, so interesting because I, I've sat here plenty of times and kind of have started to talk about over the last couple of weeks. Trav, did the standings really matter? I mean, does it really matter to the Lakers? I've said that before, mm-hmm. but you know what I'm doing after every game. Every night, looking I'm looking at the standings. At the standings. <laughs> right. I'm curious. Hey, had Dallas and Portland, had Portland do? How did yeah. Denver do? How did this team do? So I find myself, even though I'm running my mouth and saying that the standings are not that big of a deal, I'm looking at the standings. So this is this is very realistic. What's very realistic, Trav, is the Lakers start getting healthy over this next, let's say, week to two weeks. And now all of a sudden, Denver, who just lost Jamal Murray, that fourth spot is not unrealistic. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is also very realistic. What's very realistic is Lakers still don't care about the standings. Anthony Davis is on a minutes restriction, playing 15 minutes a game. LeBron's not back yet. Andre Drummond's, you know, they're making sure that he takes his time. Lakers could fall to seventh. Those scenarios, I I wouldn't be shocked in two weeks that we're sitting here and playing out either one of those scenarios. Maybe it's somewhere in the middle. Yeah, I, I think, look. 
you you said it there. It, he's only going to play a handful of minutes. They said he's going to play about 15 minutes a night when he first comes back. That's not a ton. I mean, that that when you when you think about it, it's just barely more than a quarter if you if you add it all together. If he plays 15 minutes, I don't know how much of an impact that makes on them winning or losing a game. If, I think, if you said, Al, go run for 15 minutes right now outside, trust me, that's a ton. Yeah, well, that is that is a ton. Look, I <laughs> I get that the Lakers have been decimated by the injury bug. Like you mentioned, no Drummond, uh, no Markeith last night. I get all of those things. But hopefully we're not at the point where you're going to get the call to come in and have to run for 15 minutes. I, I've done, I, I know we're getting closer. I know that you're on the list ahead of me. But I don't think that we're getting close to the point where uh, you're going to pick up your phone. And, uh, uh, hello? Number restricted. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Is this uh, Slee? I'm, yeah. a, I'm a guaranteed one for eight, six turnovers in the first four minutes. Guaranteed. <laughs> who, who, I touch the ball, it's going up. <laughs> who, who's this? Oh, it's Rob Polinka. Oh, hey, Rob. Did you hear uh, Lakers talk the other night? Well, yeah, that's not really why I'm calling, but uh, I was just wondering if maybe we could get 15 minutes out of you against the Mavericks coming up here in a couple of uh, in a couple of weeks. What do you, you know think? How, you know how we do our we, we do our lazy workout, which is we go for a walk. Yeah, I did that today. It was I, rather vigorous. I did it today as well. There's there's people 64 years old walking past me, you know, just faster, whatever the case is. <laughs> It's it is the best that that is what our workout is, uh-huh. and then when you say that you know AD's on a fifteen minute restriction, <laughs> right? Hey, look, I'm like that's a lot. Fifteen if, minutes. Where am I running to? If if they want to pay me what they want to pay AD, then I'll figure out a way to run for fifteen <laughs> minutes. But until then, I'm gonna walk. I I literally was what was it now? It's seven ten or so. At about five o'clock, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna get out and just kind of get same my, thing. Get my mm-hmm. my head clear. Get started for this, and I start just start walking through the neighborhood. And Susan came with me, and so we're just kind of chit-chatting along the way. And, and Susan's actually in really good shape, and she can just dust me at any time that she decides she wants to take off. And so we're walking up a relatively, you know, not, not a big hill, but not a zero hill. It's mm-hmm. uphill. How about that? And she's pulling away from me. I'm like, hey, I'm not out here to, you know, break a world record. I'm just out here for a nice little stroll. It's a beautiful afternoon. Can you, can you slow down a little bit? She's fine. And about five minutes after that, and you just said it. There was a guy, if he was a day under 70, I'm lying, right? He's got the, the, the Kirkland brand Costco big white shoes, oh, right? Yeah. Oh, Socks yeah. pulled up to about mid-calf, mm-hmm. and he went by us like we were standing still. And she looked at me, and she's thinking, like, this is the pace that you're comfortable with. You're okay with that guy going by us like that? And I'm like, I'm, I'm totally fine. The Don't best is the mother with two kids and a dog, and she's just going right past me. I'm like, good morning. How are you? <laughs> It's a beautiful morning, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. What do you got planned for the see ya? Bye. Park is right over there. Just go right to your left. Good to see okay, you. Okay. Re- this is not ask Slee, but I'm gonna I'm gonna slide one in right now. Yeah. You're you're on one of your walks. Mm-hmm. You see somebody coming. You're you're going south and they're going north, mm-hmm. right? So you're about to you're about to cross each other, and you realize it's a person that is a chatterbox that they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna talk to you for a while, and you'd really rather not. What's your play? Um. So I know the person, or. Yeah. Or it's just somebody you see on your walk period. Because, look, you go on regular walks like I do, and there are, mm-hmm. there are people on these walks ah. that want to stop and just chit Hey, yeah. how you doing? Oh, yeah, I haven't seen you out here for a while. Oh, everything good? No, this and I is, just would really rather not. This is easy. Um, this is the one where you keep the same pace of your walk going, but you uh-huh. also acknowledge them. Mm-hmm. You also give the wave. You also, how's it going? Everything, But your, your pace does not stop. That's, <laughs> That's like a move. clear indication to them that, okay, we said hello, but he's got to go, and then you're gone. 
I haven't answered a phone call for real in roughly 10 years, but every time I see somebody coming that I don't want to talk to, surprisingly, my phone starts ringing and I got to take it. <laughs> I just, oh, look, that eh, ringing. Got to, sorry. It, phone to the ear and we keep it moving from Trav, there. You, that's, you were that's my trick. You were talking about the walking uphill. Uh-huh. So every time I'll go for usually I go for walks in the morning. I'll make calls, like whatever calls I got to get done, blah, 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 catching up with people. I go up any hill. I'm like, and, and I'm still trying to talk in the conversation. I'm like, what? <laughs> How is this? At? How are you winded? You went up nine <laughs> stairs. Why are you winded? The oh, person on the uh, about going upstairs. That's the, a, the person on the other breaking. side is probably like, "What is going on with this guy? <laughs> what is what is he doing? Like, are you are you okay? That's who you, that's what you never want to hear. You never want to hear somebody on the other line ask if you're okay. Hey, asleep? You okay? I'm fine, yeah, man. Yeah, I'm why? Fine. I'm fine. What's wrong with you? Kind of hard all of a sudden. <laughs> all right, the Dodgers and the Padres are underway in San Diego. How big of a series is this for the Dodgers? How big of a series is this for the Padres? We'll get into all of that coming up next. Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. All right, Slee, so Dodgers and Padres are underway. Guess what? Mookie Betts already is on base, and Corey Seager's up right now. It's just a like mm. the game's going to go on for the next three hours or so, but it just is such a good example of how the Dodgers just put pressure on you literally from the opening guy. It's like, here comes Mookie Betts, and now all of a sudden you got to face arguably the hottest guy in the National League who, as I'm saying that, just grounded into a double play. So, so much for that. You'll take your chances with him. It's, uh, <laughs> but it is, you know, there's something to it. I think this is actually – this is a – this is a legit baseball series across the country. Like, I think there's yeah. a lot of heads that will churn over these next three days with a curiosity about the Dodgers and the Padres, and you don't hear that too often. Look, we'll turn, I'll just say it like this. When was the last time you saw a San Diego Padres story on the front page of ESPN.com? And there was a couple this week because of Tatis and because of this story. Um, I probably think back of the days, you know, Tony Gwynn and Wally Joyner and Greg Vaughn, you know, those right. teams, the Ken Caminiti teams. And that's probably honestly the, the last time, maybe there's some, you know, obviously in between, but, uh, those were, that was the last time I think the Padres were legitimately, legitimately relevant. Yeah. We'll come back to this one. Cause there's, there, there's a lot to talk about with the Dodgers, but I think one of the things, Slee, that's super interesting about the return of Anthony Davis and, and let's just assume that it's in Dallas, right? We're going to have, what, at least a couple of weeks where he's playing and LeBron James is not. And, yeah. you know, who knows? Maybe the Lakers will spring that one on us, too. That Oh, yeah, oh, by the way, LeBron's coming back in, you know, three or four games or whatever. That, that would be great news, but I'm not going to lie. I, I'm very curious what the Lakers and with Antonio – or, excuse me, with Anthony Davis as their best player and their only, quote-unquote, best player without LeBron James, what does that look like? Because at some point – that's going to be what the Dodgers are. Well, listen. Or the Lakers, I should say. This is uh, – The Dodgers this is... with Anthony Davis would not be very good. <laughs> that would, I, I would imagine that a six foot eleven baseball player, unless it's Randy Johnson, is not terribly effective. He'd be a first base. Nothing will get past him. <laughs> Throw it as high as you want. Um, you know, Trav, I think there's – I think it's a fair kind of assessment 
I, I know this. I know when Anthony Davis was out and LeBron James was still in, still expected to win a lot of games. Yep. You know what I mean? I, I think there was, yes, of course, with AD out, we can make excuses. We could talk. Lakers needed to adjust. There was a period where Dennis Schroeder went out because of health and safety protocols. That really hurt the Lakers. You need all your guns if Anthony Davis is out. But the reality is I knew that if LBJ is on the roster, at some point, that team is going to adjust. LeBron is going to be as great as he is. He's going to find ways to not just motivate the team but dissect you on defense and all the other stuff that he does. I don't, I don't really know what that answer is with Anthony Davis. I, I really don't. I'm j- just being honest here. AD is great. AD is unbelievable. He ain't LeBron. I, well, who is? And that, that's the part that's interesting to me, right? Because think about it like this. We know that wherever LeBron goes, winning follows. Right, if when LeBron showed up in Cleveland, they were a joke, and he's there, he takes him to the finals, and then he leaves to go to Miami, and, and Cleveland Miami, was still a powerhouse. Yeah, right. They were literally the number one pick every year after that. Just terrible team, right? Mm-hmm. And Miami goes to the finals every year. He's there. That's not a euphemism. That's exactly what they went to the finals every year he was there. But he Dan Gilbert, back. but Dan Gilbert did say they would win a championship without him. Yeah, that worked He did out. say that. How'd that work out? <laughs> then he goes back and they go to the finals every year in Cleveland Freaking and win a, a. championship. Mm-hmm. And then he leaves and he comes to LA and he gets saddled with some really bad teammates and a team that wasn't very good. Um they go and get him a second guy and they go right back to the finals and win it again. There's, here's the and, and the reason I say it like that is and, and, and I'll, Davis, I'll, Trav, I'll even tell you yeah even before Anthony Davis came if LBJ was healthy that's a playoff team and you're a threat to get to the second round or yeah. the third round with with 19 and 21 year olds right no no absolutely and that, that was more that's about insane getting hurt than anything mm-hmm. else and so Anthony Davis is not doesn't have the the amount of time in the NBA that LeBron James does, but he's also not a brand new guy. He's he's been around for sure, a minute, sure, and he has not done that. That he has been the best player on a team in New Orleans, and they were somewhere between okay and a little bit better than okay, but never a real threat to do any damage in the postseason, never a threat to go and win an NBA championship until he came back with LeBron. And like you said a second ago, Slee. This is a team that when AD went out and LeBron's still there, he's like, yeah, all right, whatever. Not that you don't need Anthony Davis. You absolutely do. But it wasn't like, okay, man, just hold the fort until he comes back and then we'll figure it out from there. It's we got LeBron James. We're still going to win just about every night. And now that he's gone and AD is coming back, I'm really curious what that's going to look like. I'm curious what Laker fans think that's going to look like. 877-710-ESPN. Will the Lakers look like a team that is really good and just missing their other best player? Or will it look like it looked in New Orleans with Anthony Davis, which is just that, look, if he goes nuts, they're going to win a game, but he has to go nuts for them to win a game. It's, um, it, it's you know, you just said you're really curious about it. By the way, what a great kind of position. Eventually, there's going to be a time where it's post-LeBron James. That will, maybe that's two years from now. Maybe it's three years from now. Whatever the case is, right? Actually, it can't be two. It'd have to be three years from now or whatever the case is, right? And what I'm referring to when I say that is, you know, Anthony Davis, every time I bring this up to Michael and we're talking about top players in the NBA, and there's no question that AD is a top five player in the NBA because he's a two-way player. He can affect the game as much on the defensive side as he can on the offensive end. There's no question about that. But the difference, right, the difference between LBJ and everybody else, 
I mean, you could use, even use Kevin Durant. As great as Kevin Durant is, I don't think Brooklyn is a finals favorite to get to the NBA Finals unless that James Harden trade went down. And now they're all of a sudden looking like this just ridiculous team. And I only point that out because Giannis Attentacumpo, James Harden, go through all the top players in the NBA. LeBron is on a level of his absolute own. I don't know what Anthony Davis, if let's say AD is here, healthy, playing with this Lakers team, and LBJ is out for another three weeks. I don't uh-huh. think that's like out of the order. I don't think that's no, crazy, that sounds right? right? Okay, let's say he's out for another three weeks. I don't know if just instantly the Lakers start playing unbelievable basketball or they still have you know a lot of these games where you're like, eh, I'm not sure they're going to win this one or, or if they're not. Yeah, I, I just look. Here's here's the rub. He hasn't done it, and until you do it, that's why when Kevin Durant does it, or LeBron James does it, or some of these other Kawhi Leonard does it, you're like, yeah, okay, here here we go again because there's history, there's a feel for it, and with Anthony Davis, there just hasn't been. Not that he can't, just that it hasn't, and there's a big difference between can't and hasn't. And so far, he's in the hasn't category. I would I don't want to say I would love to see it because I don't want LeBron to be gone for a long time, but nothing would be better than if Anthony Davis comes back and once they get through the initial minutes limitations and he's been given just, you know, full clearance. If he wants to play mm-hmm. 35 minutes a night, he can play 35 minutes a night. And if he goes out there and he's just killing guys by himself, just dominating. Just sure. dominating. Mm-hmm. Just take you're like, "Okay, let's go." Because mm-hmm. now you can see that 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 elevators start to pass LeBron, right? That if he becomes that guy that just on any given night, hey, AD will cover it. Because right now that's LeBron. LeBron is the guy that whenever you get in trouble, whenever you need a bucket, whenever you need something, it's like, just give it to LeBron. He'll he'll, he'll figure it out. He'll figure it out. Just give it to LeBron. Mm -hmm. He'll either get a bucket or he'll find the guy that can make an easy bucket. That's what he does. If those things got switched and all of a sudden AD became that guy, then the Lakers are looking at a run over the next, you know, five, six years that, okay, LeBron doesn't have to be that anymore. If he can be the other guy, the guy that could just be really good on any given night, look out. Do you, do you think AD can be the best player on a championship roster? This is, by the way, this, this is the tough one about that question. What's tough about it is whatever AD accomplished when he was in New Orleans – you, you can no longer – you could use that as reference, but now he's got a chip under him, and now for a year and a half he's been playing with one of the greatest to ever do it. So I think there's – whatever he was doing in New Orleans is so much different than who he is today because of that I've been with LeBron, I won a championship, that's not on my shoulders. But I think it's a legit question. I, I don't know if I, if I know the answer to that. You know what it might be like? And, and this is not being disrespectful. I really don't think it is. And because I think the name I'm about to put out there, I think is, he's one of the great players of his generation and a multiple-time champion. But he did go somewhere else without the dude next to him. And they were good, but they were never the same as Scottie Pippen. I know that I'm not saying that their games are similar. Their games are, are different. But just the Scottie Pippen, remember when, when Jordan left for a while, Scottie Pippen made a run in MVP and was phenomenal. Sure. I think he's I one think of the more the, underrated players in the history of the NBA. Absolutely. And I think that Anthony Davis could be that guy, but he was never able to be that guy, whether it was in Portland or anywhere else that he went to, to kind of get them over the hump because Jordan wasn't around. Yeah, I, I and, and the age difference is going to be the difference here because AD is going to have so many more opportunities post-LeBron where Pippen had a few years left, you know, post-Michael Jordan, but, you know, obviously not as much or, or not as big of a window as Anthony Davis. But uh, 
It, it will be. Th- this is going to be, in my opinion, it's going to be a fascinating few weeks. I mean, the, the beauty for the position that the Lakers are in is um, they have both of them, and they're both going to try. And, oh, by the way, Drummond's there to go grab you 12 to 15 rebounds a game if you need it. And, oh, by the way, your bench is completely stacked. So you give credit to the Palenkas and the front offices and the Coach Vogels of building this team. But can AD be that, you know, that uh, that franchise player over the next few weeks? To be honest with you, Trav, I don't think they're going to ask him to because he's coming back from this injury, and I think they're going to be incredibly cautious with how they use him up until the postseason. The LeBron piece matters, though. If LeBron is further away than maybe we think, then maybe he's going to have to carry more water than we think uh, for, for a period of time because they can't. They, they have to win some games. They, and they found a way to scrap together a few wins along the way, but the schedule over the next week or so is no joke. It mm-hmm. is uh, filled with all sorts of tough games. Well, did you see this, by the way, just real quick? Did you see the uh, Donovan Mitchell, his, uh, his injury earlier today? Mm-hmm. So he's got and, – and this is who the Lakers got, obviously, tomorrow. Tip-off at 130. Um, ankle injury, x-rays negative, but uh, obviously didn't go back in that game. We'll see how long he's going to be uh, – um, how long he's going to be out for. Look, if it's one of those high ankle sprains, we've seen it firsthand with LeBron and how much mm-hmm. time he's missed. Those things take forever to heal, and even when they heal, it takes you a minute or two to kind of rediscover your rhythm. That's just the way that that thing goes. By the way, Phoenix, game and a half out of first now with the uh, with the Jazz. So they've won nine of their last ten, so Phoenix could They're- very well be the number one seed when it's all said and done. Fine. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, fine. I'm fine with that. Too. Go, go ahead, sons. No, we'll just... play, hang up a banner. First place. We we won more games, and uh, good for you. We're going to put up the other banner along the way. Slee got to do something last night that okay. nobody had gotten to do for a very, very mm. long time. He got to see it up close and personal. He's going to tell you what it is. That's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, so we got some uh, Ask Slees in the hopper already. Uh, I'm pretty excited. You know how much I enjoy that segment, Slee. It should be uh, it should be fantastic. We'll get to do that. Uh, coming up here, like Chris said, in just about seven minutes or so. Dodgers and Padres underway in San Diego. No score after the first inning. Both teams grounded in to uh, 6-4-3 double plays there in the first inning okay looks like i'm back you're back back. you're back i could see you staring at me uh through the zoom camera like i can't hear a thing but everything went quiet everything went quiet we're all set yeah we're all set (laughs) so ashley is coming together you got to go into staples center last night and you got to see something Mm -hmm. that we haven't seen in a very long time some fans there at uh at staples center it was actually the the whole thing the whole setup was weird um by the way fun or weird weird uh, weird. Just, yeah. I mean, you know, we haven't had fans in 13 months. I'm now accustomed <laughs> to being at Staples Center, and it sounds like I'm at 24-hour fitness, and I'm just watching a pickup <laughs> game. You know, like, right. that's the, except somebody Maybe is... Maybe that's why you thought you might get the call, because you've been, you're one of the only people in the building, and they're like, hey, that guy, you know... Uh, I'm like, coach, coach, what, what's going on? A call time out. Do you have the sweat so you can just rip them off if they, if they, if uh, Vogel goes, Slee, let's go, hey, Slee, down here, let's go. Middle of the game, Ireland... Michael and uh, and John are calling the game. You just hear me behind them. That's three in the key. <laughs> Everyone could hear. Everyone could hear everything. Okay. Um, so let me just kind of lay out what happened yesterday. Um, right. 
So it's been 13 months, Trav. I mean, how crazy is that? Just kind of think about that for a second. Staples it's Center felt- has not had Laker fans inside of Staples Center for 13 freaking months. It's crazy. It feels so, like 13 years and 13 minutes simultaneously, both forever and a minute ago. So there's kind of a combination of everything. This is the first time for everybody. So security, they're getting accustomed to it. Um, you know, LA Live, the the people that are kind of working the plaza, they, they have this whole thing kind of mapped out, but it's going to be a learn as you go. So I go in through the same media entrance. Now you're showing, hey, you got to show either you're vaccinated or within the last 72 hours, you show that you have not tested positive. So I, I went through that process. Okay. Go in, sit down. Michael and I started doing the pregame show. You start looking at the seats all around the arena and there's like white marks on seats. It's like four together. That's where you're going to sit. And then there, then it's spaced out for the next people are a couple, maybe a couple rows behind you, left or right, whatever the case is. So you have maybe 25, 25 seats per section. Let's just okay. say, and, and that's that's probably the most that you would have. Some sections are a little bit smaller, whatever the case is. So now you got concessions open again. Now you got actually people walking the concourse. We haven't seen any of this. I mean, usually it's just a ghost town. You know, I when I walk... These home games, when I walk into the restroom, I'm like, basically the whole restroom is mine. I'm like, where do I want to go? What's the last time? What's the last time you walked taking in? Taking your shirt off in there and just kind of relaxing and cleaning up at halftime. What are you doing in there? What's the last time you walked into it's a Staples Center and you walk into a restroom and there's literally nobody? I could go in there for 15 minutes and nobody is going to come in, right? Like that's how empty Staples Center is. Okay. <laughs> So you're just kind of getting accustomed to this. You're starting to see, okay, there's people, there's concourse. You actually hear some of the fans. To be honest with you, as great as it was to have fans there yesterday, I mean, the Lakers, that was beyond a shell of the actual Los Angeles Lakers team. You're missing Drummond, AD, LeBron, Anthony Davis, Morris, Markeith Morris. You're missing four starters. That's four starters. That Markeith, that he's been playing a starter role over this, right. you know, obviously this this window. Is that is that still an excuse to let somebody make 17 out of 20 shots? Because that's what Jesus. I mean, I get that they were really shorthanded. I was not expecting them to win a game, but this is the equivalent of a guy that's got four home runs in a game. You don't let him take. You don't give him that swing for the fifth. You you gotta either walk him or put one in his leg or something. You just seventeen out of twenty. I don't even know how to explain it because you can't do it in baseball. But it's the equivalent of him hitting four home runs, and then they say, "Hey, uh, go take a shower. The game is over." And then they go get him in the shower and say, "Can you come over one more at bat?" He's like, "Yeah, I go up," and he goes and it's another one because he hit those. Remember, right. he came out. Lakers come all the way back, and then he clinches it with two more uh, field goals towards the end. So th- this is the part that I thought was kind of funny, Trav. When you have 19,000 fans at an arena, uh-huh. okay? Just think about Staples Center. At times, it's just rocking. You can't, like, your mind can't focus on one specific thing. You hear this, you hear that. You, can, you can't really make out what certain people are saying. Maybe it's different in baseball because the game – just the action is different. If sure. somebody starts yelling and whatever the case is, that person stands up. You hear that individual. Everybody else is quiet. So, like, <laughs> the, the game is a little bit different. Was there any buzz? Like, Because the players have talked about how they just have to create all their own energy, right? Mm-hmm. That you have to create something from nothing. Did they get any – and, again, tonight, or last night might have been a, a bad example because, A, the Lakers really didn't have any of their guys. B, they fell behind big kind of early. But did you get any sense of, of a buzz affecting the play at all? Yeah. 
actually, you know, you'd be surprised compared yeah. to what we had. Um, there was no, you know, there was no machine pretending that somebody was making noise, right? Yeah. Like it was all just authentic. So I think there were times where um, you can kind of feel the Laker fit. You're gonna, you're only gonna hear it more. Just wait till AD comes back. Just wait till Lakers go on a fifteen nothing run in a game or whatever the case is. Or wait till the Lakers close out a team at Staples Center. You'll start hearing Laker fans the way, of course, at a small percentage. But I, I thought this part was interesting, Trav. So where I'm sitting, I'm on the top of the 100 section. So in between 100 and 200, right? That's where mm -hmm. they put our radio broadcast. And to my right, there's a group of four people, uh, just two couples, all right? And they're all sitting together. And to my left is a group of Celtic fans, actually just two of them, okay? So this is a difference between 19,000 fans and 1,900 fans. <laughs> when I, I can like hear every word I can only hear them because they're the ones that are because <laughs> they're the ones that are directly behind me, right? I can't yeah. hear people in other sections. Everybody's spread out. So I got this guy behind me saying, "That's a five point switch right there. That's a five point switch." <laughs> I'm kind of looking back. I'm like, "Why am I able to hear that so perfect?" Then I got this guy to my left telling Brad Stevens who he should be subbing in. Like yeah, Stevens is an idiot. Look at these <laughs> rotations. Does he even know what basketball is? Right. So I'm like looking at both of these guys. I'm like, when there's 19,000 fans, I don't really understand what people are saying. I felt like I was hanging out at a bar with a couple of, you know, a couple different groups and we're watching the game on TV. <laughs> yeah. B basketball needs that hum, right? That that hum of noise because the ball is going up and down the court and play guys are making shots and you can feel the energy when it's like you were saying, the team goes on a run, guys are making shots and all that kind of stuff and dunks and, you know, steals and everything. There's the, the ebb and flow. Baseball, there's just kind of mm -hmm. because no, let's be honest. There's a lot of time to not look at what's happening, right? You eat a few peanuts and nachos. That's you what, that's what dogs, makes baseball great. Beer. Right. Absolutely. You're talking mm -hmm. to your buddies. You're looking at your phone. You're doing oh, – okay, strike one. Okay, so now you're back on the phone again, and you're looking, and wait, wait. Oh, pick up now. He's safe. Okay. And, then, it, and so there's nothing but – basketball's up and down, so usually there's a oh, – oh, 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 and none of that. Like baseball without fans looked weird. But I don't know if the gameplay was affected at all because there's just never really, other than playoff baseball, by the time we got to the playoffs, there were people in the arenas or the stadiums in Texas. So it really didn't hit baseball the way that it's hit basketball. You know, it's funny that I think there was a moment during the game where I'm like, do I sound like that? Like, is that me? Am I, am I that guy, you know, sitting with his girl complaining about a three-second call? I'm like... You know, I, I love it. That's this is the this is my favorite line. This this is like you know somebody that's watching a lot of basketball in their life. That's a five point switch right there. That's a five point switch. They miss a three on that end. He gets a two. I'm listening to the whole thing here. I'm like I'm getting a full analysis here from the guy behind me. It's one of the hidden benefits of having uh, 5,000 people in the arena, I guess. All right, it is that time. It is about 7:45. When we come back, another edition. Of Ask Slee. That's coming up. Travis and Slee with 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S A V E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. 
<laughs> Still don't know what that was about, but no I like idea. That it's part of Ask Slee now. Wait, I can I t- can I tell you a quick story? Yeah. So I come into the office uh, Wednesday. What was Wednesday? Wednesday was Lakers talk. Okay. Okay. So it was Adam's last day, Adam Bronstein, 13 right. and a half years uh, with ESPN. It was his uh, final day. So Morales is in the office. Uh-oh. And uh, I think they had done some lunch prior, whatever the case is. So Chris is hanging out. And I go to the kitchen, and Chris starts explaining to me the keto thing. Okay. bacon diet. Okay. This is a du- <laughs> I don't – listen, I've done keto before, and I think there's actually a lot of good benefits to keto, but the bottom line is you just got to eat clean and – Whatever. Okay. Right. So he says, yeah, I'm doing keto. I'm like, oh, awesome. He goes, I eat two pounds of bacon a day. <laughs> Chris, what are you talking about? No, he's not lying, by the way. I'm kind of cornered in the kitchen here. Okay. <laughs> I eat two pounds of bacon a day. He's like down 30 pounds or something along those lines. Yep. Did you know this? I that, did. That Chris Morales is taking down two pounds of bacon a day chris will send me some pictures of his bacon <laughs> consumption every once in a while and they're both oddly interesting and a little um a little alarming at the same time it's uh it's a lot of bacon he, he looks good though he, he does he does look uh, he's dropping no he's definitely dropping lbs but absolutely oh, when's the last time you've had that type of conversation where somebody just <laughs> well, comes up to you and about says, a week ago with chris oh, so yeah, that's right. not, not that long ago all right let's jump right in here i like this this is i'm very very happy about this slee okay these are two names that i do not recognize in ask slee so this mm-hmm. is good that means more people want to know more about you we're going to start with anthony who says uh can we name drop Sliwa to get better seats at Staples and move down during Lakers games? Hashtag Ask Slee. So how about Excellent that? question. Excellent yeah. question. Do this. What was his name? Uh, Anthony. Anthony, next time you're at Staples Center, do me a favor. Just go right up the, you know, the Red Jackets. Those are the ones that, you know, obviously kind of calling things uh, around town. Get up into the section. Go to like section 110, somewhere around there, and just say, uh, hey, I'm a friend of, uh, a friend of Sliwa's. He said that uh, we could head down kind of closer towards uh, towards uh, the floor seats. And then from there, uh, nothing will happen, and they'll say, where are your seats? Get your ass over to where you're supposed to be sitting. So, Excuse I, me, sir, can I see your ticket? That's always a super bummer when you're trying to move in to those better you seats. You want to drop a name? Go drop Michael Thompson. Yeah, Michael might get you somewhere. That might work. Michael the, knows people. Here's the problem, and you've probably experienced this as well, Slee. Like every mm-hmm. once in a while, when people find out what I do for a living, yeah, they assume that means that I have an endless pile of free tickets to give out 100%. to everybody that I've ever met. It's like, oh, you work for yeah? Can can you get me Laker tickets? No, I can't get myself Laker tickets. Okay, I can't get anybody anywhere. So no, you can you can yep. try to name drop Slee. I don't know if it's gonna. Travis, work. do you ever get the one? Do you ever get the one where they're like hinting towards something? Hey, I know you work uh, for ESPN and the Lakers broadcast. Just a heads up, it's my bro- it's my uh, it's my son's birthday coming up on Sunday. My response <laughs> is like awesome. Just make sure you happy tell birthday. him happy birthday. Yeah, yeah let yeah. him know happy birthday. Yeah, happy birthday to uh, little Johnny there. I'm sure he'll have a great Saturday afternoon with the uh, clown in the bounce house in the backyard. All right, here's another one. This is from Rob. It says, Slee, are you the Caruso of ESPN LA, scrappy overachiever with swag? Hashtag ask Slee. You know what's funny? Everybody says Caruso, but they're only talking about the, the hairstyle, right? <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, we, well, both have, or, we both have luscious, we both have luscious hair. Okay. <laughs> right. By the uh, way, did you did you confirm that appointment? <laughs> of course I did. <laughs> 
course I did. Well, I need to know when we can do that. We've got to probably have to wait a while to tell you got to wait a little but, bit. Yeah. Got to wait a bit. Well, <laughs> you, you should do that. I believe. I believe LA, we'll come back to that one. We'll come yeah. back to that one. Not right now. Right now, it's too, uh, it's too sensitive. Um, <laughs> I will say this. What, what, what game was it Caruso had? Caruso had... What's the last game he hit that he hit that big shot against? Oh, Charlotte on the road. Charlotte right. on the final game of the road trip. Right. Crusoe's one of my favorite players to watch, by far on the Lakers. He's not going to be there every single night, but one thing he's going to do is going to have his freaking chin inside, uh, it, right in front of another player. Those are the the types of players I respect the most in the league. Dude came from the G League, worked his way up. Yep. Um, do not disrespect Alex Caruso. Please do not disrespect Alex Caruso by putting my name anywhere near Caruso. Okay? <laughs> I mean, this guy, he's a successful basketball player making it happen in the league. All right, here's another one. This is from Dean, hashtag Ask Slee. How many Major League Baseball stadiums has Slee been to? Okay, good question here. I've been to, let me see, I, I could probably list list off the... Uh, Have you the, hit all, let's start with this. Have you done all five California ballparks? Um, I have not done Oakland. Okay. So I've done four there. Okay. Um, I've done Fenway. I've done Yankee Stadium. I did actually both uh, old Yankee Stadium, new Yankee Stadium. Oh, I haven't been to the new one. How, the new one looks... Kind of like the old one, but the old one had all that character. What's the new one like? Um, amazing. I mean, it yeah. really is. It, it's amazing. It, it, I had gone out. Was it this trip? I know I went to a Knicks game. I don't think actually that was the same trip. Okay, so I, I've been there. Uh, went to Arizona's park. Uh, what is that? Chase Field? Is that still Chase? I think it's Chase, yeah. Okay. Been to that one. What other? You been any in Texas? Seattle? None in Texas. Have Colorado? not been to Mariners. Have not been to the Rockies. Wrigley Field? No. Wrigley, I've been outside. It was in the summer. I was there for, you know, work, but I did not get it. Ch- there were no games. Or actually, no, no. They were on the road. That, that's right. They were uh, they, they were on a, a road trip. I think that's it, Trav. I think those are the only, what is that, six or seven, that's something six like or seven. that? Yeah, you know, it's funny that that question got asked because I, I was actually looking at this the other day. I've been to exactly half of them. There are 30 mm. major league teams, and I've been to 15 of them. Um the, the San Diego has a great ballpark. The Do- Dodger Stadium's on a league of its own, I think. Sa- San Francisco's is great, but the sleeper one that's really good is Seattle. Mm. It's really that good. That actually doesn't surprise me. That doesn't yeah. surprise me. It's got the, it's, that's a great market. It's got a little bit of a SoFi thing in that it has a roof, but the mm-hmm. air comes in from around the sides. It's covered, but it's not indoors. It's just a, it's a really good spot. One of, right, our, one of our coworkers, uh, Ron Mitchell, every, every park. He's been to every one. I believe that. Yeah, he's been to every I believe that. Uh, let's see here. This is from TFP. It says, does Trav loiter around a bar fight only because he hopes a food fight starts? Hashtag ask Slee. Trav, <laughs> I, I can only kind of, I, I'm very curious when Trav gets, I don't know, four or five deep. What, how much different do you act? How much different do you act if you're, if you're feeling good? Do you act um, very different or no? I, I don't. That's a good question. I, don't, I crack jokes left and right. I, I feel I, like, um, I'm pretty mellow, typically. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I, it's a hard question for me. I'm, I'm, I'm not an angry drinker, that's for sure. I don't get ag- aggressive when I'm drinking. That's not my jam. I, I, I don't know. People seem to enjoy hanging out with me when I've had a few, so I guess it's okay. There's going to come a time where I'm going to find out for myself what, what Trav is like four or five deep. Well, we're getting closer. Look, okay. I want to put together a little Travis and Slee, little nighttime uh, extravaganza somewhere, right? We should do it. Our, we should do it at a brewery people. somewhere in Orange County, yes. something along those lines. Anyway, Orange County would be great. Mm-hmm. L.A. and anywhere we could do it would be good. Ooh, I like this one because this is uh, going on right now. It's the 40th anniversary of Fernando Va- uh, Mania. Does mm-hmm. present-day Fernando Valenzuela look good for his age, 
or did he just look like a 40-year-old 20 years ago in 1981? Hashtag Ask Slee. The dude will always be the man. Doesn't matter what year. Doesn't matter what he... Will always look like the absolute man. So I, I'm... Uh, Trav, I, I think you would agree with this. Fernando Valenzuela, don't matter. Wasn't he on just a... Uh, I don't think he was on a cover, but wasn't he on MLB? Didn't I just see something on Twitter? Wasn't he? They, they uh, well, MLB.com did a piece on Fernando Mania that is great. If but the video game, didn't they put him on in the? Uh, yeah, so I they had they... the. Yeah, they did the the video game of him. He, look, Fernando still looks exactly the same. His hair's got a little bit of gray in it, but that's about it. He still looks like the guy that showed up in 1981, and no one could get a hit off him for six months. He, yeah, that's he's, he's amazing. He's the man. There, that, that's no other way to put it. He's a man. All right, here's another one. This is from Keith, and Keith writes, you're out to eat, and your date compliments your plate as oh, her fork it. moves closer to said plate. What do you do? Hashtag Ask Slee. Do you let her take a bite? Okay, repeat the question because I thought of Ask Slee, Ask Slee earlier today at lunch because something came up that you asked me a couple weeks ago, so I'm going to get to it. I forgot to mention this. So okay. ask, ask me the question again. So the question is basically, your date starts to move in on your food, on your plate. What mm-hmm. do you do? I, uh, I 100% allow it. If the fork wants to come in and try what's going on over here, because I know at the end of the day, there's going to be a lot less off her plate, or there's going to be... <laughs> Her plate's going to uh, take the, the, the damage much more than my plate. So if you want to play that game of coming over to my side, let's just say it's not going to be equal. So I'm like a food loan shark, right? Like, I'll, I'll, I'll let you have a bite. That's fine. But you understand that I'm charging interest on that bite. And when it's time for me to collect, I'm not messing around. Like, you, yeah, sure, you can have a bite of my steak, but I'm going to get four bites of your sea bass. That's how this is going to work. <laughs> Uh, this is not a one for one. You don't this... even like sea bass. You don't even like... It's the principle. It's the principle of why you're doing I, it. I sure you want to. Buy... That's fine. But I I'm keeping score and 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 I'm charging interest from the moment you do it. And that goes for a sip of my drink triple. Okay, no joke. This happened earlier today. Went to go get some lunch. A great uh, Indian restaurant in South Pasadena. Okay. okay. Uh, I should know the name off the top of my head, but I don't. So it's go- called uh, India of South Pasadena, <laughs> uh, right okay. there in Huntington. <laughs> I'm gonna get uh, it's on mission. <laughs> I'm gonna find it because uh, it's a fantastic restaurant. All right, so real quick, getting some food there, and the menu comes. Both have our own menus, and two weeks ago, and asked Slee was, "Are you the guy that orders?" Remember that? Yeah. Do you, do you put the full order in? Okay, so it just clicked in my head. Guy comes around. I'm holding the menu. I just went to work. I'm like, she'll do the chicken tikka masala half order. The lady will have the tikka masala. No, I didn't even do it like that. I didn't. I'm like, she'll get the chicken tikka masala. I'm doing the lamb curry. Bring some naan over here. Let's get a party going. This guy's looking at me like, what the hell is wrong with this guy? Yeah, what? Yeah, fine. I'll bring it right right over. <laughs> he didn't understand. Uh, right. Rod Rodhika. Rodhika. Yeah, that's, that's the name the of the one. restaurant. Yeah, there you go. All right, uh, let's see here. One more. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, this is good. R- very quickly here from Capitano Matt. It says, "How long is the appropriate time to wait on hold?" Hashtag Ask Sleep. I'm assuming mm. he's talking about like for everyday kind of stuff and not calling into a radio show. I'm just going with regular stuff here. Okay, so just a lot of it's like the level of importance, right? I uh, I had to deal with something for getting my taxes done. 
mm. and I'm sitting here on hold and we're getting close to the deadline, right? Like <laughs> I was, I was, uh, that's something you gotta just, you know, sit for as long as it, as long as it takes the, the stupid things, five minutes, maybe I think five is a, is a very, very helpful. That's like giving them enough time, but it also helps if you're driving, if you're driving, you're much more patient to just sit and, you know, stay on hold as you're sitting in your car. But if you're not in your car and you want something to distract you, that's 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 a lot quicker one. Here's the rule for me. If you're calling me and you need something from me and for whatever reason you need to put me on hold, my hold time is roughly a half a second. It's no, just call me back when you're done. I'm not waiting around for you to do that. But if I need something for you, I'll sit around all day. Whatever you need, sure, absolutely. Yeah, no, take your time. It's good. And, you know, about that, um, I'm going to need an extension on <laughs> that's how that one goes. All right, Dodgers and Padres in San Diego right now. It is we got a score right now? In the bottom of the second inning, okay. uh, no score. Zeros across the board. Uh, Walker Bueller's got a couple of guys on right now with two outs uh, in the bottom of the second. But – Probably doesn't mean a whole heck of a lot for the Dodgers. How important is this series for the Padres? We'll get into it next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN.